I'm Miss W, and I'm a teacher. And I'm Mrs. B, and I'm a teacher. Teaching really is an art, but with our actual degrees and experience in schools, we have a BS in education. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. It's a BS in education. All right, and welcome to another episode of A BS in Education. Welcome back. How, how's it going? Hey, I feel thanks. Like I, I feel like I haven't seen you in a million years. That's because you haven't. All we've done is look at each other through this stupid <laughs> computer screen. So stupid. Miss W was supposed to come visit me this summer because she lives so far away. All of my Facebook memories right now are pictures of your children and fun stuff we were doing. I because, know. Because it was this week, like traditionally two or yes. three years in a row. You always come at the hottest part of the year. It's just so I'm stupid. I'm an idiot. You're a dumb I know. Idiot. But well, because it's, so it's always like you. my last thing to do right before my school. It's your year last starts. hoorah. Mm-hmm. The last hoorah to come over here and play with my kids while I take naps. But it's so much fun. <laughs> Uh, I am lazy shit, you guys. No, you're not. You're the best. All right, uh, uh, Miss B, what what BS do you have to complain about this week? Oh, I have so much bitching to do about my mask breath. I have to wear the mask because we're doing a lot of back-to-school stuff, and so we're doing, like, PD in person and stuff, so I have to wear the mask. And uh, my breath is always real bad. And the more you breathe into your mask, the more the cloth, like hangs on to your bad breath particles and it's just in your it's just in your nose it's like do I have halitosis or is like is it a medical thing that I need to get looked at isn't that a sign of like liver failure or kidney problems something yeah I don't know but you know what fuck a mask real hard because I hate it (laughs) so much so I ordered a giant thing of those icebreakers gums (laughs) Yeah, like an eight pack. That's of a great them idea. Because also my breath is bad, and I just ordered these plastic things. It kind of looks like a cup for huh. dudes, but uh-huh. it's this plastic thing that goes like this over your face. A so facial imagine, cod piece. Imagine, <laughs> imagine a cod piece for your face, <laughs> and apparently you just like put your mask halfway on, put it there, and do that. So that way your mask is not like actually touching oh. you. Because since I have, I have like a deviated septum and I can't breathe really well out of my nose. So anytime I'm out for a walk, as soon as I'm like even kind of getting my heart rate up, Uh I'm like huffing and puffing and like swallowing my own mask. That deep, that deep breath comes out from your innards and it just comes out of your mouth and then back into your nose and it's awful you gotta want, order that gum man i have so much so now i, I want a, some of that gum i, I have a giant thing in my purse i have one in my car i have one in my living room and i yeah but here's the, the deal time. with gum in my house is my kids fucking steal it because i keep mm-hmm. it like i hide it in the center console i hide it in my closet i hide it in desks the pantry they find it everywhere and then they put like nine pieces in their mouth and then i find it like <laughs> stuck to the side of the toilet or other places that it doesn't belong and they're like <laughs> sorry and they're not at oh all oh my god repentant do you have a do you have a hiding spot in your classroom maybe um i could find one i mean i could make a hiding spot in my classroom because i trust my students more than i trust my biological children because yes, at least your they students have are boundaries. still scared of you a little they're bit still, yeah. they're still afraid of me because they don't know what i'm doing behind my mask and my eyebrows say a lot of stuff that maybe my mouth wouldn't so <laughs> somebody observed somebody observed me teaching once i was teaching a dance class in this um it was like a solo uh, thing with a girl doing like a lyrical dance for a competition and they mm-hmm. paid for like a one-on-one and somebody asked me to come in because I also have experience in theater because they wanted, she looked, she had like blank, a blank face and they commented on me telling the child to act with their eyebrows. Wow. <laughs> and they it's, were like, God, it's really, that's really, it sounds weird. But you're right. And I was but like, yeah, right. she, yeah, her eyebrows don't move. And move it's just like face emotional, around. like beautiful lyrical piece. But she's got dead face. Like the robot whole time. head. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Watch Dance Moms. 
Maddie Ziegler. Oh, hilarious. Yes. Such a great show. Oh. Is that still on? Is that still a thing that's happening? I think, I, know that... I think it went off. Something happened and she got like spinal cancer. And now she's in a wheelchair. Wow. Uh, and she went to jail, didn't she? She went to jail for, like, for tax, tax evasion. evasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, but so good. Maddie lives in LA, I think now. Yeah, she's real rich. Maybe? She sells stretchy pants and stuff. Like oh, she ain't got right. nothing more to worry about. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so what's your BS besides you now wear a dick cup on your face <laughs> under your mask? I just ordered the dick cup. I'm not. Or I'm not wearing it yet. But I will, oh, okay. I will report. Can we back do our next, next one week. wearing all of our well, facial apparatus? Like I'll put my. Like that. Yeah, I'll put my shield on. You're gonna sound like Darth Vader, like a pervert talking through a bathroom stall or something Very all right excited so, about it. so my bs is um i think i talked about this with the reply alls at my university job mm. how i turned off notifications because it was like all right school's done for the next two and a half months so i was yeah. just checking Bye. my email like every other week so i went for my um my my bi-monthly email check and the chair of my department's no longer the chair it's a brand new chair one of my classes was canceled a couple weeks ago, and then the other one was canceled a few days ago. No. But, but, or was it canceled or was it just swapped around? Because the other one was canceled, then they wanted me to teach another one. So all the shit is all swapped around, but I'm still teaching the one in-person class that they want. Nice. At the, at the university, which is why I was like, how am I going to move around? I'm swallowing my mask. So I went Gross. to some, some dance teacher Facebook group because I was also the same day asked uh, a theater company that I work for sometime asked me to come and teach a dance for musical theater class. So, so several fun. dance teachers were like, get the face cup. Get the face and, cup. And that way you will not swallow your mask. So Ugh. we'll see. And use your eyebrows more than ever before in this in this That's special right. time the uh the university class it's a fucking acting class how how uh, am i gonna oh, teach no. acting and i can't see their faces i don't know everybody gets an a because oh. i don't know you can make them wear those clear ones those are they're so it's plastic though can you imagine how sweaty your face would get right wouldn't it just condensate mm-hmm. i haven't bought one because i think they're stupid but i haven't I tried one broke. either so well we'll see i'm gonna have a plan for the class for next semester i'll, I'll tell you more about it later let's get to our learning object objective oh yeah let's talk could, about stuff i could go on and on about um my teaching for the fall and all my anxieties but yeah let's talk about our learning objective so we're going to compare and contrast the u.s educational system with finland and japan man are you are you so excited um super pumped so um can i can i start this because yes i read this fabulous book last year called the smartest kids in the world and i lent it to somebody and i never fucking got it back and i can't remember who i lent it to so if you're listening give me my fucking book back i'm not gonna read it again because i don't (laughs) reread books but i will put it on my shelf and i'll look really intelligent start listening to them that's what i do when i want to reread a book but i don't actually want to I get the audio book. That's so smart. Oh, see, and look, I Googled it earlier, but it's a video of this little nerdy kid. I don't want to see the smartest kid in the world 2020. I was going to tell you who wrote the book, but I'll have to look it up later. Right. So this book was, they took a bunch of, they took some foreign exchange students. They had some kids come from other countries to America. And then they followed some foreign exchange students who went from America to these countries. So one mm-hmm. of them was a Scandinavian nation. I don't remember which one. And it was just a very homogenous white people place. It was mm-hmm. very cold. I do remember that. Maybe it was like Iceland or something. I don't remember. And then the other kid went to um, South Korea. Okay. So they're both touted as like the places where the most intelligent, highly educated people come out of. They have the most successful school systems. So I remember that the one in Scandinavia, and I think you're going to go into Scandinavian schools a little bit later, mm-hmm. um, but they did, one thing that was in common in both was that teachers are super respected. They have to have like incredible training and then they get, it's kind of like 
doctors here where even though you go into medicine, you might not become a doctor because you might not be good enough. That's how they treat their teachers over there. That's how they train their teachers. So just you might be you, talking about Finland because I might that's, be talking about Finland. You, okay, it, it could be because they also have to take like exams. And yes. Stuff. Okay, so I'll save it because you actually have way better information than I do. So anyway, that's Finland, and then in Korea it was cuckoo coconuts because they have their regular school day, which is insanely early till like five o'clock p.m. But they make the kids come in and they do all the janitorial stuff in addition to all the schoolwork. But get this. The kids fucking sleep all through the school day because they don't learn that oh, much stuff. Because they in have school. to go to like night school or something. Yes, yes, they, I think oh, I've read art. I've read pieces crazy. of this book before. It's yeah. so nuts. So yeah. So anyway, they they don't really learn fucking anything in regular school, but they have to go anyway. And then they go from like six p.m. until sometimes midnight two o'clock in the morning to these, I think they're called hagwon. I'm probably saying that wrong, but that's what it looks like phonetically in English. Mm -hmm. But they're these like specialized schools with super highly paid tutors that whip their asses into shape. Like they teach them everything. And then there's like laws that say that they can't go past 10 o'clock. So then after 10 o'clock, if they're still open, they have to go like underground and like not literally underground but they have to like shut all yeah, the lights close the and shades like, and stuff yes right. and then they'll have like raids like police raids and shit to come shut them down but they keep reopening because they make so much money so these kids are in some sort of educational institution literally all day and most of the night and they get all their sleeping done at school but if they don't pass their exit exams their base their whole future is like in the shitter so that's why it's such a huge deal for the whole society to get their kids through because it's not like in America where if like you finish high school you just get to go on you have to take these exit exams that are Mm -hmm. really fucking hard and um it was just absolutely mind-blowing and then the other thing that was very interesting about the book and then I'm going to shut up about it because I don't remember anything else but the students who came to America from all over the world their one underlining current comment that they all had was They were flabbergasted by how much focus in American schools is on sports and not education. They were like, why are all of these stupid idiot athletes like, (laughs) what what the fuck? And why are these parents spending all this money and this time on the sports and school is just like garbage here? Mm -hmm. So I found that to be. And then the book talks about it breaks down the actual you know, monetary and time investment that the average American spends on sporting for kids who most likely will not grow up to be professional athletes. And it truly is it is amazing. So read that book. I don't know who it's by. Just Google it and yeah, scroll I'll, past I'll the video. Put it in our, I'll put it in our show notes. Yeah, I definitely didn't read awesome. the book, but I must have done Maybe a PD or something. Yeah. I'll look back on my Goodreads. I can't remember anything I've read. I just I can't everything either. is fleeting through my brain now. I know. Um, but that's why I got Goodreads originally because I was like seventy-five pages into a book once, and I was like, I don't think I read this. this. I do that on time. my shelf. It was literally on my shelf. And I, I do that like shit all the time. I did that with the Silent Patient recently. I read yeah. the whole thing about a year ago. And then I've bought all these other Kindle books. And then somebody on Facebook was like, oh, this book, The Silent Patient, was so good. So I fucking bought it again. And I was reading it. And I was <laughs> you like, told me about it in Philly Ugh. last summer. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, I reread at least half of it. And I was like, wait a minute. I know how this ends. <laughs> Idiot. So good. I feel you so hard. All right. So I have a lot of little interesting tidbits and facts about Finland. Please stop me if you have questions. I might be able to answer it. I uh, basically read a handful of articles and then watched a few videos. So maybe I'll know the answer, but maybe I won't. If not, just lie. Um, I won't know any. I'm not going to fact check you. So, so, okay. So one thing about Finland is that the kids come to school with a really strong foundation. Mm -hmm. So this is a thing that I didn't know. Any, Any and all expectant mothers receive a baby box like a subscription box from the what? government for the first year that comes with like clothing and books and toys and stuff. Well, damn. So it's like 
fab fit fun for your baby for but your from baby. The government yes then they just mail it to you so to make sure you have all these like essentials uh mothers get four pay or four months paid maternity leave and can apply for an additional six months but it's kind of up to the company whether they pay you for just half of it or all of it all the daycare and preschool teachers have bachelor's degrees wow um so preschool is uh free and it's high quality this is very interesting Children do not start primary school until age seven. You know what? That's research based. Like that's what uh, that's what it's supposed you know to be. It's gonna, you know, it's going to make you so angry. All of the research that is done, it's all American studies that they use. So we God. spend all this money on research that says this Why? is what works. And then we're like, oh, no, no, no. It's no, no, too no. Hard. My child's going to be reading in utero. And come yeah. out speaking Mandarin. So basically, uh, the kids, I can't remember what it's called. They're, it's not kindergarten, but it's something like forest learning. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, some yeah. words It's that... some weird, like, fairy frolic. It's very, very, like, hands-on, isn't it? It's very just, yeah, like, percent Yeah, like, 50%, of, 50% of it, regardless of weather, is outside. And the it's kids like are just... learning motor skills and mm-hmm. don't They're fall out of a tree. They're just encouraged to explore things and... If they're interested in dinosaurs and letters, we'll learn about letters. But if they're yeah. not, we don't push them because all the study shows that kids learn a lot better when they're ready to learn. Yes. Rather than you stuffing it down their throats. A and play is part there, of the curriculum. And isn't there, aren't there playgrounds like pretty dangerous, like compared to American playgrounds? Like they let their well, kids and, and take a lot of much it isn't, more risk. Isn't even like playgrounds. That's why it's called like forest learning yeah, or something like trees it's like they actually just like go climb like let's yeah. go through the woods five-year-olds follow yeah. me do whatever you want um this was really cool each school has a team that is focused just on child happiness in school <gasps> how delightful <laughs> so like i'm the happiness coordinator nice oh, to meet you i, I know it's really that. adorable they're first and second grade so these are kids that are this would be more like our, our second and third because they don't start uh-huh. till they're seven. But their first and second grade, they only go to school 20 hours a week. Oh, Their school day is about 90 minutes shorter than ours. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, this is, this is one thing where I'm going to pat myself on the back because if you remember last week or the week before when Miss W said if she was queen of the world, she would outlaw private schools. I do remember this. They do not have motherfucking Feeling don't private put schools. put up with that shit. Mm -mm. all the schools are the same they all get like equal opportunity it's like they were like yeah parents have school choice but it doesn't matter we choose it doesn't matter because they're the same but also finland like compared to even you know some of our states that are very large it's a very homogenous society right like i was gonna after after i told you all the great stuff i was gonna tell you about how however really differ from the u.s so let's say i got a little bit more uh, at age 16, students choose whether they go on to vocational learning or whether they're going to, like, stay in yes. in their regular track and go yeah, towards like college. Yeah, like college-bound. College, yes. So 43% of them go into vocational. That is incredible. Yeah. Uh, vocational school or, like, polytech. Right. Polytech school, stuff like that. Skills. And 66% of them continue on to higher ed. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. What, do you yeah. know what the rate is in America for how many high school grads go on to college as opposed to fucking doing nothing? No. I'll find out for next time. I have a feeling it really varies by state. I'm sure it does. I'm sure I read about it because I, I read quite a bit about just schools uh, like all across the world, but the, yeah. that number did not stick in my head. But since the schools are equal, it prevents school shopping, mm-hmm. which is what we were talking about earlier, where you have a school that's, you know, maybe not doing so great, but then one that is really doing great. Yeah. The kids from the not so great school, all the parents that are like super into their child's or really invested in their child's education decide leave. to leave and go to the uh-huh. other school. So then the gap just widens. Yes. And yeah. So so there you go. It sucks. Um, all the teachers have to have a master's degree, but competition mm-hmm. is fierce. Love also, that. this was a really interesting fact. So teachers in Finland make 98 cents to the dollar of people with an 
equal education. So like if I am an engineer and I have a master's and I make, and I'm in America and I make $150,000 a year, but you have a master's in education and you only make $52,000 a year. Whereas in Finland, it's within two cents for each dollar. Holy and in America, it's only balls. 65 cents to the dollar with the same amount of education. Wow. And education in general. And so their teachers is are respected. really big. Yeah, is really it's big on important. education. So they make you get them. They make you get the masters and stuff yeah. here, but they don't. The pay doesn't equal. So no. that's super frustrating. Uh, okay, so here, here's some stuff where it's not. It's not the same. They are incredibly homogenous. Mm-hmm. So everybody there is white. Everybody white. Uh, one of the videos that like Finland was making their video, but they were like. We're not as white as we were five years ago, though. We have <laughs> we have 3% more immigrants than we did. It was like, okay, but you're so But really we all white. make the same amount of money, probably, yes. too. Um, it's also only 5 million people in the whole country. Wow. Los Angeles That's I was about to say, we have, like, people. I can think of at least four cities <laughs> yeah. in the U.S. that are bigger than that. So it got me thinking to, like, how could we implement these, these things that we already know work because you know, the U.S. paid for these studies, how can we implement these in America? Mm -hmm. And I just don't think we can do it on a federal level. No, there's no way. Mm -mm. We'd have to get like a sample state to be like, you know what, we're just gonna, we're just gonna grind down and do this. And it's gonna be weird for a few years, but we're gonna fucking do it. And all the parents are gonna bitch about it. But we're not gonna listen to them because they're, they're not educators, and they don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. So like, they're not behind education science. But that will never happen. And also there, I can't remember what they called it, but basically their common core. So their like national yeah. curriculum is so much smaller than America's. Yeah. So their whole math, like uh, what was it called? Like the stuff that they're required to learn. Mm-hmm. It's only 10 pages for like all of math in wow. all of school. But I so, wonder how broad in general those things are like. Because ours is hyper specific, but I wonder if theirs is more just like learn algebraic reasoning. <laughs> yeah, theirs is, theirs is, I got the impression that it's very broad and teachers have a crazy amount of autonomy mm-hmm. and those kind of curriculum decisions are made just by the principal and the teachers. How wonderful. But I mean, if, but if you can trust them all because they're all highly educated and respected and it's a competitive field, then you can trust their judgment and they don't have to be micromanaged. And I should know this fact, but I don't. I just know that Finland did not have the best educational system X they amount of it's years. It's pretty ago. recent, right? It it's was like only like the last decade or something. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna I was going to err on the side of more years and say within the last twenty years. I don't know. But even it's, think not it's, that long. No, it's not it a lot of years. No, it's not a lot of years. So if you had a major city that just mm-hmm. wanted to buckle down and do it, they could just buckle down and do it. They could. Real hard. But they should do it. I will go to that city. Uh, yeah, so that's my that's my report on um, Finland. They also have tons of money for extra help for recognizing when students aren't doing well. Something nice. It was a really large number. Something like two-thirds of students, one or two-thirds, I don't remember which, yeah. ends up getting some kind of special help before they graduate. So at some wow. point, a teacher identifies some special need in that child. Like, let me help you with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have really early interventions and their interventions mm-hmm. are pretty aggressive and ESL schools or any other higher need schools, they have a lot more money allocated to them yeah. so that there are more they need boots more on the ground. And, right. Yeah. Do you know what their tax rate is? Oh, I'm sure it's like, like <laughs> I'm sure it's like 30 or 40 percent. I was like, all these things sound wonderful. <laughs> also, how would America deal with that? Yeah, I'm sure their tax rate is insane because i'm sure they also have totally free health care i'm sure yeah every everything is free but also you have to think i mean the ex- education is a huge out-of-pocket expense for lots of families anyway if you put into like how much people have to pay for tutors outside of the school mm-hmm. or people who do end up moving to a neighborhood that maybe they can't afford because the property taxes are so high there so that they can get into this particular school right. or spending money on, you know, private schools that they need to. Like you have to wonder if you factored out all of those things, if those weren't needed anymore, you know, would it change things? 
I don't know. So it's, there's also an interesting thing that I'm sure many teachers have heard over and over and over and over and over again, because politicians love to say this, especially those in the highest office. They love to say that America spends the most on students than any other country. It's not the <laughs> most, but they, yeah. but they're, they spend but don't, is it more true than that we most do? countries. <sighs> they spend the most on school. So it's like, it's weird because the way they do it is if I give your school $10 million and you have uh, a million students, I'm spending $10 on each student is what they're basically saying. That's how they're doing the math. Okay. But when you break it down, uh, the educator, America doesn't actually spend as much on educational stuff so they spend a lot more money on like administration Uh um security buildings they spend more money on stuff stuff than than they do on quality education (laughs) yes right (laughs) superintendents make like half a million dollars and they have perks out so much money so much money I mean, like, damn. And then, you know what else also pisses me off is when you think of the quality of the facilities at some schools compared to others. <laughs> like, the school yeah. that I'm at now is beautiful and everything is wonderful. And then I remember student teaching at schools where there are, like, actual holes in the floor or when it rains, like, water literally comes in through the roof and they can't get the funding to fix it. I'm like, this, what is this bullshit? Like, that's it's not okay. I taught at a school. It's a whole redlining um, thing. Yes. Ugh. I taught at, this was a private school. So I taught at a, a friend's school. If you've never taught at a Quaker school, it's lovely. That sounds wonderful. Uh, or at least the couple I've taught have been lovely. They had <laughs> a, every child had like a school issue, issued iPad. They had a, a maker space, which good Lord, I love, love maker spaces. Oh. So they had like a green screen studio and all this wow. other stuff. I taught there for, I don't know, three or four months. It was like a maternity leave for a teacher. And then I started teaching somewhere else immediately that was 13 miles to the north. Mm-hmm. And when I walked in, they had like like those big cafeteria water things. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, it fits like 10, I say cafeteria just because I always see them in cafeterias. Okay. It fits like 10 gallons of water and it has like a little spigot at it. Oh, and yeah, they yeah, all over the school and I couldn't figure out why. Huh. It's because it probably had lead in the pipes, so they couldn't <laughs> use the water fountains. Though. I'm like, We'd what have to the like hell, dig into the man? ground and like, that's a lot of work, you guys. <laughs> Jeez, Lord. So just the, yeah, the difference in facilities. Again, that was a private school, but the public schools in the area are also where that private school were also very nice. And you just go, you know, a couple towns in any direction. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you got lead in the water, so. (laughs) Don't worry about it. The last private school that I taught at, I would have to move my desk every time it rained because it would rain directly on my desk. And I would also have to like unplug my computer and move student desks around. God bless. It was rough. But because there was no money at that school because, you know, tuition was as high as that's how they are. But some of them, like where I live, some of the private schools are like fucking tiny universities with so much money. And then others are, you know, struggling to, to keep their facilities up, but it's just cuckoo coconuts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nuts. Oh, I found the actual phrase from the article. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, quote, we spend more per student than any other U.S. country. Uh, and then the article went to go on to say, but they spend way more on non-educational costs. So things that like don't directly. Like scoreboards in the yeah. football stadium, a new yeah. track. And just way more administrative costs. Yeah. Because, again, those superintendents that are making the big Quajillions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Also, I seem to remember at the public university that you and I attended, I remember sitting in um, crowded auditoriums Mm -hmm. where there was one class where they had to project the test (laughs) because they didn't have (laughs) enough money to print the tests. So they just projected. And this is before you could do everything online, right? So they just projected it. And then you had your little scantron. And then you had your little scantron. You're Uh right. And then I also remember them having to shut one of those buildings down because actual ceiling asbestos? tiles were falling oh. down. Yeah, asbestos um, ceiling tiles, right? Yes, they were just raining from the ceiling like so much lung cancer. And then I also remember that year they built this 
beautiful like Jetson style sports facility with like an entire glass wall so you could watch the whole football team working out and then they gave all the football players their own mopeds to encourage them to actually go to class do you remember this I do remember this oh man what a great what a great thing (sighs) great football team great football team it's a very good football but they all had they all had their mopeds and we the rest of us were sitting in the basement breathing asbestos tiles and trying to read a screen from 400 seats back in an auditorium oh my goodness i remember one of those auditoriums every once in a while i would forget to bring like a zip-up hoodie because you'd be in shorts and a tank top because it's 90 degrees outside yeah and then you'd walk in and i remember once being so cold that i was trying to like arrange my hair (laughs) on my shoulders i was so Reason. Your arms are pulled into your tank yes! top, and it just looks like you have little oh. nubs there because it's so cold. Oh my goodness! It was I remember so chilly. also it would be so hot outside that you couldn't see through the windows because there was so much condensation built up <laughs> because of the freezing cold temperatures inside the building and the heat and humidity outside the building. So I also did a little bit of research on Japan. I was planning on being just as thorough with Finland, but then I found this really fun. Uh, top 10 list of the ways that schools in Japan are different. But I think I only, I only have six of them on here because some of them really are not that interesting. Yeah. All right. So number one, you mentioned with South Korea, they don't have, also in Japan, they don't have janitors. The students do uh, all, the students and teachers do all the cleaning around I bet the they school. Resp- I bet they don't stick mm-hmm. their gum under the desk. Exactly. Because they know they're the ones that are going to have to clean it up. Hey, um, is number two on the list that they speak Japanese instead of English in the schools? <laughs> That was stupid. That really tickled me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to edit it. It took me by surprise. Uh, Surprise. (laughs) Here's a stupid though. Dumbass question. Okay. Oh my goodness. All right. Uh, This one is bananas to me. In middle school uh, and high school, they don't have substitutes. If the teacher's sick, the students are all just expected to work independently and quietly. And they do. (laughs) What? Isn't that... You and I have both taught middle school. Racy? What? Is it the same yeah. age levels? Yeah, I think just, so. You know what fixes them? Them doing their own janitorial work. They, yeah. they don't They don't play. They're like, we're here. We're in it to win it, man. I've been yeah. cleaning my classmate's shit out of toilets. <laughs> That's the of, one thing whatever. I thought. I was like, yes, I will keep my room nice and clean. Okay, I'll make sure the tables are clean in the cafeteria. Sure. But I was like, who has toilets? Toilet duty. Do you have to? You have to rotate. You have to. I guess somebody draws that straw. Oh, oh. All right. So, okay, this one's cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mispronounce it. I'm sure they have uh, this thing in the class cro- classroom called a sasumata. Uh, Sounds it right. Looks like sas. Uh, Satsuma. Uh, it kind of looks like Satsuma, but it's not. It's sasumata. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, um, imagine a ten foot pole. I don't know if it's actually 10 feet. I saw a picture of it. It's probably metric. Oh, fuck. You're right. It just blew my mind. (laughs) Okay, so they have this. three and a half meter. uh, (laughs) Yes. So so basically, classrooms come equipped with this tool so that if there is an intruder that is coming in that uh, might want to harm students, this is what they use to keep them out. So you know those things that they pick up snakes with? How it's yes. like a stick, yeah, but it like doesn't a, have a hook on the it's end. Like a, it's like the opposite like a, of a hook. It goes, it's like a C. So that's what this is on a big stick. What? So they have like two of them in the room. So the teacher grabs it and like pushes like the, the bad guy. Like, like it's yeah. the Apollo, then, like, hello, my baby, hello. Yes, like, it's like the them. opposite what? of the, so it's like if you had the Apollo hook, but you flipped it up the other way so that it like grabs the person like this, like Whoa. it's a C. So that you push him up against the wall with that. So... Yeah, Damn. I thought that was really cool. I want one of those. That's pretty bad. I know. So that's how, like, teachers are expected to protect their students should something happen, and they are trained to use this satsuma, but it's not you really You know what satsuma. we have here what in America it? for satsumata. that? Wow. We have big closets in our classroom that lock <laughs> from the know. inside. I know. But most of us don't. Just you had that. I have an open concept classroom with no doors anywhere. There's no doors? Uh-uh. That would give me such anxiety. Okay. How are you dealing with that? There's a lot of exit doors. Well, it's okay. fine. <laughs> it's well, yeah, I guess you at least don't feel as trapped because no. there are If there's are a fire, we'll be real fine. Yeah. We'll be okay. Especially if it's like a backdraft fire. There's plenty of halls of egress. 
Nice. Yeah. I, I need to see pictures of this. You need to take a video. All okay. right. All right. So number four on the list, they have Saturday school. So Ew. until the mid nineties, the only day they were not in school was Sunday. Whoa. Somewhere around the mid nineties, they wanted to ha- take a more relaxed approach to education, but still most of the parents and school districts are like, no, nah, that's bullshit. So they still go to school at least a couple Saturdays a month. Wow. Bizarre, right? They also have a much shorter summer. I, that one was kind of boring, though, so I took it out. Uh, they have hot lunch every day. So, like, nobody mm. brings their lunch. Mm-hmm. They have lunch ladies that cook it, but then the students take turns serving it. Oh, hell yeah. So they have different rotations of, like, I love um, that. lunch do you take. Yeah, I think that's really cute, I think too. that's wonderful. I like the, how they have all these different jobs and stuff. Well, it teaches you to respect. It just teaches you how to respect everybody and when mm-hmm. you have to do the jobs that other people would normally do for you. Yeah, I, like I agree. I love the all the uh, all the work that they do around the schools. I think yes. that's really fantastic. Um, all right, this last one. So this is a prank that children like to play on teachers. Uh-huh. It is called kachewing. I'm going to teach you to do it right now. If okay. you're listening to this and you're not driving, I want you to do this with me. So I want you to... Um, clasp your hands together so that your hands are your fingers are like woven like this is the church each other. like this is the church this is the, church. This is the steeple, is the steeple. Okay, right. no steeple okay. that's no we're about to make a steeple so <gasps> i need okay. you to make a steeple like this uh-huh. so everybody's got like two fingers, Point fingers. pointing now booger what picking you do fingers. yep booger picking fingers <laughs> so now what you do with these fingers is when there's a teacher and you want to prank them you jab them in the butthole <laughs> what <laughs> Jab those fingers right in that in butthole. butthole. <laughs> yes. Hashtag me too, Japan. What the <laughs> fuck? And it's and it says when teachers, especially when American teachers come over, they oh, think it's very funny to I poke them in the do. asshole. And then you go and complain to HR about it, and they're like, oh, "We don't have HR. What? Are, get out of here." The, uh, oh, Billy from the third grade is our HR director today yeah. because everyone takes turns everyone at the takes school. Turns. And he's going to do it to you in the nuts. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just, once I came across this list, I, I oh, couldn't not. It <laughs> brings that. me so much joy. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if that happened here? It being what socially some... acceptable for a kid to. Well, you know how when there's like a new kid at school or like a kid who transfers <laughs> in and they always have yes. to put on like this badass persona to make sure that they're like you know the top of the totem pole can you imagine if some like badass motorcycle jacket wearing japanese immigrant child just shows up like first day of school (laughs) and yeah the teacher's up at the whiteboard and just jabs that butthole to show all these motherfuckers who's boss like oh god i love it Oh my god. So, Magic. yes, of course Japan has a much better school system, but all I can focus on is the goose in your I bet teacher. They do. Cuz those teachers don't want to get fingers at the butthole. Do you think they do it to the teachers they don't like or do they do it more to the teachers that they do like? <laughs> I don't know. It just said that they love to do it to new teachers. It's a okay. favorite it's a favorite prank. Students for love new to teachers. hate the new teachers, but jamming in the meal. <laughs> What a fabulous <laughs> cultural thing. Should we do that on World Cultures Day? Like when you bring the foods from all the different nations and you teach like one custom they do? I'm going to do Japan. I want to do Japan. Dibs. Oh, oh my I God. I have that. to drink some of my seltzer. I'm drink some of your seltzer. Um, <laughs> so do you have any other fun factoids about education around the world? Um, that's about it. I, I tried to get two, two schools that are two um, countries where the educational system is much better, but I don't necessarily think the teachers have it better in Japan. They make about the same as teachers here, but and they're they average fingers in the butthole. <laughs> Not only do they get a finger in the asshole, they have like a, usually an 11 hour day in which uh-uh. a finger might penetrate. At any their point beehole. in time, you might get jibbity-hoo. <laughs> And Saturdays. <laughs> and Saturdays. That sucks. Uh, yeah, so they do not make much more than teachers in America do. And they huh. only have five weeks off for the summer. Ew. But even with that five weeks off, it says that most of the teachers 
are in the school doing some kind of clubs and stuff. It's just yeah. not as academically focused. So if I had to pick, I would rather go to Finland. Totes my goats. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Totes but if fin- I have a question for you. So mm-hmm. if everything was equal, so Finland making way more money, mm-hmm. all this stuff, shorter day, blah, 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 Japan being what is, but the finger in the butthole is with <laughs> Finland. <laughs> I think. Oh my god! I think I'm still going with Finland. Finland. <laughs> yeah, Can I mean, do you it have to pants other teachers? On. I don't yeah, know if it's a thing on. that. I, well, I like, don't know I if remember... teachers do it back to students. I didn't no, see I would do it to a student. No, no, no. But like to other teachers, because like I remember in high school, all the boys would like go up and hit each other in the nuts all the time. Like that was the fun, hilarious game. Yeah. When I was in elementary school, me and my friends would pinch each other's butts really hard. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wouldn't do it to a kid, but... Our... The thing that the boys always did at the theater, uh, in college, in the theater department, they all, like, snapped each other's nipples. What? <laughs> so they would walk up really quick and, like... So it wasn't, like, a flick. They would, like, Ow! pinch like them and snap. Fast double purple nipple. <laughs> yeah, so they would have to... They would have to be really sly. Oh, so it got to be, like, a... Yeah, that's... They that's got to be really sneaky about it. Slick-handed so, yeah, boys, movements. Boys do like to fondle each other in violent Gross. ways. That's what I'm learning. So stupid. Boys are mm-hmm. dumb. Boys they are great. Are dumb. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's, with that, let's do some <sighs> teaching tips. We're yeah. going to just let, let's blanket this teaching tip section with don't do any of those things that we just talked yes. about. Yes. In the classroom or even out of the classroom. Just don't do that. This is America. You can't touch anybody without like written legal consent. So just don't do it's it. It's true. You guys. It's true. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so I'll do mine first. I actually, I was thinking about this today. My teaching tip is try your damnedest to cut out the negative conversations with other teachers because it's really easy, as you will notice, because our whole podcast is about bitching about things. (laughs) It's really easy to fall into the negativity of everything that happens. And while I think it's fun to do it in a lighthearted way, like, can you believe this shit? This is just our lives. It's very different when it starts to actually sour your perception of what your whole life is and what the whole profession is and your opinions towards children. I think that's when it gets really bad is when the conversations of like, look, can you believe Tommy did this shit this morning? Look what he wrote Mm -hmm. on his paper. Between doing that and being like, swear to God, that kid comes in with this look on his face every day. Like when it turns from one thing to the other, it just starts to poison everything. And even if you don't think that way, if you have a coworker who does and you hear that all the time, it can start to really like turn you So if you have one of those people who's just like negative on the dark side, I suggest you just kind of trying to sever ties as gently as possible Mm because you still have to have a working relationship, but just like don't respond to it. And if you don't respond, like likely they are looking for someone to be like, yeah, Yeah. with them. So if you stop being that person, they're going to find somebody else. They'll find somebody else. They're going to stop bringing that negativity to you. Exactly. tip. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Nice. Um, all right. My tip. Everybody knows it's very important to learn your students' names. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little harder this year because we got the masks. And if you are a person that does the face with the name, it's difficult. I'm, gonna, I'm going to teach you a tip for learning their names more effectively. You've Ooh. probably done this before in a class if you've ever taken a workshop before from me i always do this because i'm just i feel like i'm spreading the gospel of learning people's names so i'm sure you've done this before where you stand around in a circle you say your name and then everybody repeats it so i would go miss w and then everybody else says miss w right and you go all the way around the room and if you're me you forget it immediately as it's even leaving your lips (laughs) it's already got it it's already gone it's gone So I usually do it the way that everybody knows it and it goes around the circle. And then I tell them this, which is your brain cannot make the connection that quickly. So we're going to do it again. But this time you're going to wait like a beat and a half before you say it. Mm -hmm. So I'd say, Miss W, wait, wait, 
Miss W. And then you're going to make that connection more in your brain. So mm-hmm. that's a little thing that I like to do nice. when, uh, on my first day or week or whatever of classes. And I always tell students this also. I say it's also important for them to know everyone's names, not just because they should and it's the polite thing to do. But if I don't remember that Miss B's name is Miss B, I'm going to avoid working with her because I don't want to be embarrassed. An asshole and ask three weeks later, like, what did you say her name is? Right. And nobody wants to do it. So I continue to do name activities until several weeks into the year because pe- some people just don't remember don't if you're remember. in an elementary classroom you probably you have will because you're with the same the babies all the time yeah yeah that's a little easier but if you're in a middle or high school setting mm-hmm. where people are coming in and out all the time still i know those so those tough. little name activities seem stupid but i still do them in college and it's so is worth, worth it, it. And I've gotten positive feedback from it over and over and over again because I just, it is very important to know people's names. Yeah. Very, 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 very important. Especially those students who cycle in and out because they're, Mm -hmm. it's going to be harder for them to form that connection with you, especially if you have to ask what their name is every single time. Mm -hmm. I think this year, oh, totally, totally. I think this year, maybe I'll buy masks for everyone in my class that are just white and I'll write their name on it with a sharpie and then it'll be just across and then they'll all be high (laughs) they'll be very docile and compliant in my class (laughs) so when I am observed it will look like they are under the spell of language arts you could you know what you could do which would be really easy like it'd take a little time but I think it'd be worth it if you got some of those um uh, printable iron-on things. Oh, yeah. So get the masks, but just type all their names out, and then you can and just iron, iron it on. them on. Yeah, totally. and it will be high on Sharpie fumes then. Or oh, God. cricket they machines. They got bonus tips. Oh, yeah. Bonus I want tips. one of those so bad. Cut some of these out, because we're going to run out of tips at some point. So bleep out, like, <laughs> entire sections of this, and we'll put them in the next episode. <laughs> like, I don't have any more tips. I'm out of good information. No more. Ooh, <gasps> I think it's time for... Screaming in the parking lot. Screaming in the parking lot. I'll do mine first. Okay. So what does mine even mean? If I hadn't got this class, I'd be starting over. Oh, yes. All right. Now I realize what my my stuff means. I'm like, you wrote these words. Okay. I know, know, but I I didn't write it in a complete sentence. You didn't. It's Um, gibberish. So there was like a 12-hour period where I was not teaching anything in this university system. And the way most public universities treat part-time faculty members are they pay them very little Mm -hmm. for their first three semesters, and then whatever they're paid per class is almost doubled. But you have to teach three in a row. So it goes from barely being worth it to like it being okay. It's not not a crazy amount of money. It is definitely not. Yeah, but it's it almost doubles. Um, so this will be my third semester. So there were 12 hours there where if they had not switched me into this other class, I would have to start all over again in the system. And that would be their <gasps> fault and something you have no control over. Oh, that sucks. Exactly. And I wonder it's if they just have some like, asshole at the university who sees those things and is like, oh, this is the year that we'll put a giant gap in between the classes so we don't have to pay her. <laughs> well, I'm... I'm sure they've done some kind of study and found that most part-time teachers move on within three years. Yeah. So they know that as it's a part-time a faculty incentive. member, as a part-time faculty member, but they also know that you're not going to, you're not going to fight for more money. Yeah. Because you're like, you're not that invested. it's not worth it. I'm looking for yeah. a, a full-time position anyway. It's a, we'll yeah. do a whole episode just on, just on that. So that's that's my screaming in the parking lot. I almost awesome. lost a lot of money and didn't even realize it. Ugh. So what you're saying is you get to recant your scream. <clears throat> yeah. That's my recanted it. scream. Suck it in. Suck it in. <laughs> so um, today I'm not going to scream in the parking lot because I'm going to practice what I preach from my teaching tips. From today oh. only. Today only. Just today only. Just today. Because next deal. time I'm going to let it out. And I'm gonna bitch about some stuff, but not today, folks. Because mm-hmm. preach it, preach what you teach. Um, did that make sense? It rhymed. It did. It did make sense. Preach I don't think it did. Okay, what whatever. You teach. Yeah. Well, it just means it's the same. It's a synonym. 
Yeah. God, it was fucking Worse. stupid. Cut that out. Okay. <laughs> so, should I learn how to edit these so I can cut out all the stupid shit that I say? I'm not going to. No, I'm not going fine. to do it. It's fine. Um, well, let's close out with an all worth it snippet. What is all worth it for you right now? I just love that beginning of the school year like butterflies you get. Mm-hmm. I have this this process uh, every single year where I just get like a legal pad and a pen and I write out just an outline for what I want to accomplish that year. Mm-hmm. And it's my really like general goals. Sure. Or semester. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I haven't done it yet because I just, my all my classes got swapped around. So now I'm teaching something I did not teach last semester, but I'm going to do it tomorrow and i'm very excited how about exciting it. Yeah. you should put it on insta when you do it oh and then we can all see and we can all practice it together that's fantastic <laughs> um i love that too i get the i get the beginning of the year excitement i will be honest i haven't felt it this year i just think because i don't know what the fuck is going on and nobody does and it changes every five minutes so my butterflies are still in their cocoons everyone <laughs> i think once the children that was the sappiest shit I speak ever. in metaphor, <laughs> bitches. But I think once all the children are in front of me, I think the I think the butterflies, as Miley Cyrus would say, will fly away. And I'll start to really feel that excitement again just to have mm-hmm. them in there. And I'm going to be honest and be like, hey, guys, I don't know what's going on either. Let's just have some fun. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, so my all worth it is this week I went back to um, – school not with children yet but with uh faculty and it was so wonderful to just be around a bunch of adults and Mm -hmm. everybody was excited like we all felt like the first day of school as adults we're all just like oh my god other people we're six feet away from each other but this is so fun and i will stand up in this pd and do all this stuff it was just really nice um and the other great thing is i didn't meet anybody at this pd who was bitching about stuff and there's always that one person who's bitching about something at the beginning of the year Nobody was bitching about stuff. And there was so much to bitch about right now. It was just really nice and refreshing. So, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think that's it for today, kiddos. So do you have a BS in education? We want to hear from you. Email us at bsineducation2020 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at bsineducation. Or if you prefer to talk to us instead and tell us a story about something that happened to you or ask us a question or scream in the parking lot, give us a tip, whatever. Give us a call at 234-73-TEACH. This has been a BS in Education. Classes ended, time to go. Pick up your crayons off the floor. Classes ended, time to go. I don't want to see your face no more. Thank you for listening to ABS in Education. Quite tummy hurt.